previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Well, I'm sure that you guys are all wondering what this is about. It's not the orcs. It's not the crow's heads. It's not some sorcerer in a dark tower somewhere. So do you know anything about this man with the black arrows and the red fletching? Well, we had him, but... Okay, so, but you know what he looks like? Revan and Ambionitis saw the guy from the cave, the guy with a black arrow with red fletching. Wait, what happened to do that What's one in face? the sheriff's office? I think he was just some rando. Yeah, his name was Odiorin. Roscoe looks up and says, let's have a little chat. Take Wilhelmina out of the question, and we're square. I expect results within the week. So I'm trying to figure out why you sent me and a bunch of random guys to get in my way. You know, you never put all your eggs in one basket. One of the women at the table says, My name is Amelia. Welcome to the 11th episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. I am your host and dungeon master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Brad Richards. So here I sit, paid a nickel to shit. No, fuck. Ben no, Renfro. paid a nickel to shit. No, here I sit, brokenhearted, paid a nickel to shit, but I only farted. You're welcome. <laughs> ben Renfro. And with me tonight, I have my Yeti. Brad Renfro. Howdy, y'all. Eric Nemeth. I just got something st- stuck in a beehive earlier, and it's not good. Matt Smith. <laughs> Hello, I'm Chris Hansen. Would you mind telling me what you're doing here today? We're really happy to have you here with us. I'm happy that all of you players are here with us. Matt B. Rich, <coughs> who is playing Ambionitis. Now that we have two brats on the podcast, it might be a little confusing, but B. Rich is if Ambionitis. You're moron. <laughs> ben? Don't talk to Gene like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gene. Brad, who is playing our newest character, Jet, and Eric. Like the plane. Hi. Jet. C-H-T. All right. So, who remembers where we were last week? Let's do Brad Renfro. Uh, You're new to the group. Go ahead and uh, give us a quick recap. Bar fight. This is when you start talking and saying the recap. This is when you... Use your voice box to do words. That's your cue. String sentences in do the paragraph. Do you need to see my notes? I'm you still sure take I, notes? I'm not sure if I have anything in here. So I stopped taking notes like halfway through the test episodes. <laughs> you should get back on that, because this is going to get bigger. It's only going to get bigger. That's what Shelly said, So too. you literally have no idea what happened last time, Brad? I mean, I do remember that there was the bar fight. That was the episode uh, before last. That was last. two episodes ago. Dumbass. You want me to get it? Yeah, go ahead. Alright. Anything for you, Dungeon Master. <laughs> so, Sheriff Finrael arrested everyone except for me and Revan, and me and Revan went to the Buxom Wench, and that yeah. is where he went on to hit on 15 women, and later we find him on the floor with two of them. Also, I have in here is that Billie Jean is not my lover, in quotations <laughs> from Finrael. Wilhelmina and Natalia arrive in South Salt. We are called the Revengers. I guess we came up with that name for ourselves. 
And then Wilhelmina wants us to track down the cloaked man. The hammer fist is under construction finally, and Taylor will be taking a place there. Finray will tell us the cloaked man is named, oh god, o Odiorin? Is that what that was? Yes. Odiorin. So that's where we ended off, so we're going to have to try to find Odiorin. Oh, well, no, so Odiorin is the cloaked man from, from the bar. Yeah, that ran out of the bar. Okay. It's a snitch. <laughs> that I shot with a dart. Snitches yeah. get stitches. All right. Whoa. So I guess he's already getting stitches since he got shot with a dart. But <laughs> so we pick up. You are in Sheriff Finrail's office, and you know that the man that snitched on you, who was wearing all of the bandanas and the cloak, is named Odiorin. What would you like to do? Go directly to where he is right now. And how do you figure that out? Murdering a bunch of Roll people. for insight. <laughs> Well, I guess, uh, so is Finrail with us? Yes, you're still in Finrail's office. All right. Hey, Finn. Yeah? <laughs> what can I do for you? All right, so the other day, Odiorin, the uh, guy with the cloak, ran into your office. I'm sure you know where all the townspeople live. Do you know where we could find him at? Yeah, Odiorin. He lives uh, over on uh, Penn Street. Penn Street. Yeah, it's spelled with two N's. All right, and how do we get there from here? Like, what kind of turns on what streets do we have to make? Well, you're going to go uh, east on Main Street, and then you're going to take a left onto, onto Penn Street. Oh, so it's a straight shot almost. Okay, that's cool. Well, and, uh, that is exactly the opposite of a straight shot, because you got to go down Main Street and then take a left. Just thank God it's not... Paper Street or Pencil Street or Ink Street, because those bitches are twisty. Penn Street spelled with two N's. It's named after Magnus Penn. Yeah. Paper Street spelled with two P's. Wouldn't that be Papper Street? No, it's paper. There's two P's in paper. Gotcha, bitch! You graduated college. <laughs> Alright, so which house is it on Penn Street? It's the last one on the right. Okay. It's the one that says Bic on it. Can I plug in brands like that? <laughs> Apparently you can do whatever you want, Brad. Be rich. <laughs> All right, let's go... Uh, let's go to Bic Street. I mean, Penn Street. Let's go light this Bic house Street. on fire. As you're exiting Finrail's office, the sheriff's office, uh, you wind up hearing somebody call out uh, Revan's name. And it's Amelia, but I can't remember what her name was. What? Amelia Earhart. was... Gold something? Gold Golden Sun. Did I say her name? I mean her voice. I can't remember what her voice was. Oh. Amelia Golden Sons is her name. <laughs> but what was her voice? Was it like Hey <laughs> Just do Just go to your like go to women's voices. Well that's not right. <laughs> well, it's one of them. And you only have um, a couple different ones. My name is Amelia. No. Was that no. it? No. No, try again. My name is Amelia. Closer. No, it wasn't that. Closer. Try it just a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Try a little higher pitch. Yeah, option one was just like tranny. I feel like her name was. I feel like she oh, was very so sultry. So close. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think yeah, she was sultry. No, she was higher pitch. I swear to God. I did feel like she was higher. Yeah. Not like high like Taylor, but like higher than that. I swear to Bahal. Is that acceptable in this land? Swearing to Bahal? I guess. Right, you fuck. might be uh, disavowed because. You say disemboweled? Disavowed. Oh, oh so I yes. said disemboweled. I was like, I like that. I'm full of it. 
A couple seconds ago, Paul said you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do no, whatever that, no, you, you cannot. Want. <laughs> he said say whatever you want. Also I can say, say whatever, whatever I want. want. You sure you want that much time of editing this episode? No, we're not editing this episode. We're, we're releasing an uncensored version. This is actually live. The unedited script. This isn't live. You know how many people would be offended? I'm Gene, offended. would you get offended? And I don't think Gene would get offended, so no one. Okay, well, Amelia's going to have a sultry voice. <laughs> yeah, just make a, it like Dragon Ball voice. Z, where Vegeta changes voice halfway through. It's cool. <laughs> Revan. What's up? That Revan, sure wait up. fuck was that not it. What's up? Oh, uh, I've been looking all over for you. Where did you go? You promised you would show me around town. My friends kind of got arrested at the bar fight, so I had to bail. Oh, oh well, I, I see that you made it out. You promised that you would show me around town. I can do that now if you'd like. Excellent. I'd, I'd be happy to accompany you as, as long as uh, your friends don't mind. Oh, that'd be fine if they go off on their own. The, oh, so it's just going to be the two of us. Okay. Um, Unless you want me around, sweet cheeks. <laughs> Well, Give Revan uh, a knowing wink. <laughs> don't think that's a good idea. So, Revan, you're going to take Amelia and show her around town? Yeah. I slap him on the ass as he walks away. Go get him, tiger. Okay, so where do you take her? I'm assuming since I was a bounty hunter this area, I know this area generally well. You are... Give me a history check. Am I proficient in that? Give me one moment. I am not proficient in that. I got a 14. Okay, yeah, you know a little bit about this area just from your travels and hearing stories about it. You've been here a couple times, so you don't know it firsthand all that well, but you could probably show her a few things. Right. Let me know what you want to take her to. Uh, so the main things the cities are known for. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be a little bit more specific? Uh, like monuments or like uh, attractions that people show up to this town for. Just make something up, Eric. Creative freedom here. <laughs> okay, so you take her around, you show her where the sheriff's office is, you show her where the inn is, you show her where the monument to Magnus Penn is, the founder of South Salt. Uh, you show her where some of the trading posts are for the local salt mines. And as you're showing her around, she says, well, this is all very nice, but... Um, I also wanted to see some of the surrounding area. You know, I'm I'm here to do some hunting, and I'd really like to know where there are some spots to go find, you know, wild game. Do you think you could show me that? Yeah. I lead her outside town to the um, woods. Okay. And uh, we'll get back to that. Uh, the four of you that are going after Odiorin, um, you guys walk straight over there, I'm guessing? Is there a market on the way? Um, as normal, there are just some, there are stalls in the street, and there are shops as you pass by. I'd like to buy some Molotov cocktails. You can't just buy those. Molotov hanging cocktails. up on the shelf? No, if you wanted Bird to- Bird his house down. <laughs> oh, we Jesus. fireballs. We walk straight to his house. <laughs> uh, you head down Penn Street, and you get to the last house on the right, and it's a tiny little hut. It's got a thatched roof, which is like, it's hay. Hey. Hey. And just a one floor building. What would you like to do? Knock on the door? Light the roof on fire. How many gonna exits huff are there from and this house? And blow the house down. Let's ding dong ditch him real quick, see if he's home. I'll go up and kick his door down. Okay, give me a roll to a strength check to kick down the door. Fucking nine. I want to run around to the back. All right, Dosh, are you trying to be stealthy or anything, or are you just running around to the back? 
Let's be stealthy and I'll go with him. Sure. Let's, I want to hide let's in the attempt to be stealthy. I'm sorry, 11. Okay. You two, um, Jet and Dosh, you guys run around to the back. Give me a roll to see how stealthy you are. And then we will resolve the kicking of the door. Um, I rolled a natural 20. Best $14 okay, dollars you've Dosh, ever spent. I rolled a 7. Okay. Are there any... Stealthy enough for the both of us. Are there any seats on the front porch? No, he does not have a porch. Is there anything to sit on? No. Oh, well. It's a tiny hut. There's not like a stump outside where he just sits and does his wood carving? That's fine. I'm just going to be standing next to him. Okay, so Jet and Dosh run around the back. One of them is stealthy, but the other is not. <laughs> Which Clank, one? Uh, jostling around and his instrument is banging against his back, <laughs> making a bunch of note noises. And then uh, Ambionitis tries to kick down the door and instead just makes it a really loud knock because an 11 does not do it. How? What is this door made of? The DC was a 12. Sweet mahogany. There you go. <laughs> so you kick it again? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to stop till this bitch Just breaks. Just give up after the first time. So you kick down the door and you catch Odie Oren halfway between his dining room table and the door because he was going to come answer it. <laughs> and he stops in place and says, what is going on? Sorry, door... Snap, knocked hard. My bad. Hey, how you doing today? What are you doing in my house? Uh, great question. I don't know. I look to Brixius and ask him, why did I just do that? Well, we're not in your house right now, but if you'd like to invite us in, we would be happy to talk to you. <laughs> I don't know if that is a good idea, especially since you just kicked down my door. I would like to intimidate him. All right. my door. What do you say to him? I feel like you're already intimidating him. <laughs> you can roll with advantage. Oh, nice. Well, before I add anything, would a 15 do it? Uh, roll one more. 17 before modifiers? Yeah, you intimidate him. What do you say to him? As long as you say something to him, you're intimidating him. All right, well, I will say, here's what's going to happen. We're going to come inside, we're going to sit down at your table, you're going to pour us some hot tea, and we're going to have a little chat. Uh, okay. Uh, as long as you don't mind putting the door back on the frame. Yeah, yeah, of, of course. Oh, okay, okay. Come in, come, 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 come in. But you got to pay us for it. No, no, <laughs> I kicked free. it down, I'll put it back. Oh, All right, my brother will take care of it. Let's go, let's go have a seat. So you sit down at the table, he brings some tea over, and... Everybody's sitting very quietly at the table while the tea starts whistling. And then he comes over and he sh his hands are still shaking because he's very intimidated. And he pours you all some tea and uh, he sits down and says, So, uh, what did you want to talk about? I want to take a look around the house real quick. Kind of like a perception just to see if I kind of pick up of if this guy seems like he could be a dangerous person at all or if he is capable like, yeah, okay, that'd be a perception check. Doing stuff along those lines. At this point, once he's done here, uh, while he's doing that, I'm going to suggest that we uh, walk back around to the front. We're climbing the window. Well, I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys are still outside. I was going to say, I might look around and see you guys in the window just standing there, and I'll just like, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, so lurking. I want to walk back around to the front here, and then we're going to knock on the door, and it's going to come off the hinges again and just fall over. I rolled an 11, <laughs> by the way. Okay. Um, no, you don't see anything dangerous. And those of you that were at the door 
or in the back. So Jet and Dosh, you guys come around, the door falls down, and Odie Orin goes, Oh my gosh, there are more of you. All right, come in. Come in. Son of a bitch. I just put that back up there. (laughs) But yeah, you don't see anything dangerous at all in this guy's house. He doesn't look familiar. Like We've seen the dude. Yes, you've seen the dude. Um, He's not wearing any of his bandanas or any of his uh, scarves now. Uh, And you can see that he is a clean-shaven man. He has very curly black hair. And he uh, kind of walks with his head jutted forward a little bit. And his shoulders slumped a bit. All right. First off, how's your shoulder feeling? Um... It does not feel all that great, I'll be honest. I choke on my tea a little bit. <clears throat> all right, well... I don't understand why you shot me. Because... Oh, he knows. The other day, when we were at the bar, there was a fight, and we saw you run and sprint to the sheriff's office. Why did you take off running? Because you were fighting. What's that, because there was a fucking bar fight? Yeah, you, you attacked those dwarves. You're on my side, shut up. I started the fight. Dwarves like bar fights. <laughs> I wanted to start it, but... Okay, anyone else got something for him? Dash, go for um, it. While this chat is happening, I want to be snooping around, looking for those arrows. Alright, give me an investigation check. Fifteen. You don't find anything. Moldang. While you're doing that, he notices what you're doing and asks you... Is there something that I can help you find? Perhaps. Perhaps? Well, you're already in my house. Just tell me. There are (laughs) four of you. There are two very big half-orcs. There's you, who is kind of skinny, but that Tom Selleck mustache is very intimidating. Oh, yeah, it is. And then there's this man with the with the quarterstaff who shot me, so I know he's dangerous. Anything that you guys want, just let me know. You don't happen to have that dart I shot at you, do you? No, Sheriff Finrail took it out of my shoulder. That son of a bitch. Black arrows, red fletching. What do you know about it? I don't know anybody that has or sells black arrows with red fletching around here. Is it black arrows with red fletching? Is that what we're looking for? Yes. Do you typically go out to bars dressed in fully hooded cloaks? Yes, I do. Rad. Can I tell if he's lying about the... Give me an insight check. Oh, sons of bitches. Rolled straight across the table. I got this. No, not the big one. If it counts for anything on the floor, it did roll a 20. It doesn't count on the floor. Wait, fuck. What am I rolling? Inside. That's right. Okay. 13. A 13 will tell you that he's not lying or hiding anything. Good enough for me. Works for me. Is there anything else that I can help you with? Yeah, what kind of tea is this? This is some... uh, Chai tea. It's delicious, thank you. I'm gonna go reattach his door. Alright, uh, give me a... Builder check? Yeah, um, give me a roll that you think is appropriate. (laughs) Strength check it is. Good! I nail my fucking hand to the wall. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you roll? A one? Three minus two, or four minus three, if you will. (laughs) Well, you try, and what you wind up doing is you basically just take a bunch of do you have darts kind of javelin okay you take a javelin and you just stab the javelin into the hinge and the hinge is now attached and you go there (laughs) does it open and close it does open and close works for me (laughs) 
I apologize, my brother is not a builder. He's not great at that kind of stuff, but it's functional, which was what we were going for. Which is really weird, because I can actually build stuff. Also, I apologize for barging in here the way we did. Um, I don't. Sheriff Finrail had sent us out to try to find some information, I guess, the other day in the city. There was a man running around fully cloaked as you were sitting in the bar, so we saw you fully cloaked, so that's where we got confused. But he had us trying to find a man fully cloaked who was running away from some other people because of something he did. So we were just trying to investigate and get some information for the sheriff. Sheriff Finrail told you that I might be the suspect? No, he didn't name you specifically. Um, Like I said, we were trying to track someone who ran... How the fuck did we find this guy's name out then? Excuse my brother. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a deception check with disadvantage. Me? Yes. Thanks for that, jackass. Who gives a shit? This guy said his thing will kill him. And I just said that in front of him, didn't I? Yes, you did. Ah, fuck it. I already fixed his door. Mathematics. 14. Good. He's still a little intimidated by you guys, so he just brushes it off. Um, And he says, okay, well... Sheriff Finrail knows that I am a good citizen and, um, you know, I I work in the salt mines, but I've been trying to keep my skin out of the sunlight. I've had a terrible rash from the salt mines and I had to, I had, that's why I was wearing my rags. You said you work in the salt mines, correct? Yes. Great. So with everything that's been happening around the salt mines with the orcs and have you been hearing all the rumors about? Yes, I've been attacked by orcs many times. Are you sure that they were orcs that were attacking you? All I know is that we were attacked. And they looked like orcs. And I I don't really like the fact that you half-orcs broke into my home. Okay? You're very scary. But if if you don't have any more questions for Sheriff Finrail, then I, I ask that you please leave. Oh, these are all questions for Finrail. He's going to hear about all this because, like I said, we're looking for information for him. However, it is not the orcs attacking the salt mines. So, that is also part of the root of why we are here, because we are trying to figure out information. Based on what you did to my door, it certainly seems like orcs attacking me is not that far off, but you know what? I don't have any information. You racist motherfucker. I attack him. I rip the javelin out of the door. (laughs) Fuck this guy's door. (laughs) I do not attack him. I take that back. It was was a joke. (laughs) Hey, I thought you were going to fix my door. Say one more thing about orcs. Look, all I know is that I've been having a really tough time lately. First with the orcs, then with the rash, and now with you guys knocking down my door. Okay? I've just had a really, really tough time, and I don't have any information for you. I put the when javelin did rash back start? in the door. It happened about a week ago. That's why you don't really see it anymore. Did you start working in a different mine? I will, in a few days. Which mine? I don't know. Did anything specific... That you can think of happened before your rash. No. Do you take a visit to the Buxom Wench, perhaps? <laughs> no. Can I try actually like fixing this guy's door again? Sure. So you go ahead and fix, try fixing his door, and then we're gonna leave you guys and go back to Revan. So Revan, you're with Amelia, and you went out of town, and you're hiking into the woods. And I'm taking to a spot that I know will easy to go kill animals for food. Okay. So. It's, a, what, a couple hours away? Yeah, give or take. By foot? Give or take. Uh, as you're walking, do you talk to her about anything? It's dead yeah, silence I just explain what I know about these hills and all this fun stuff about the area that I know about. 
with my limited history. She says, Wow, Revan, it is, uh, you've learned so much once you've, once you left the Star Knight Forest. Do you, do you ever miss our elven home? I'm thinking about going back to sometime soon to visit, but I gotta send money and stuff back to the um, clan. Oh, well, that's very nice that you still care for your family like that. What do you do for money? You're... I, I don't remember if you told me. I do some bounty hunting work. Oh, you're a bounty hunter. Go on random adventures. Who do you work for? At the moment, we work for Wilhelmina. Oh, all right. Anything exciting? What's your current adventure? Current adventure, we're trying to figure out what's going on with the orc attacking. You know, I was actually hired, or, well, not hired, but, uh... I heard about the fact that a bunch of people were being hired to go hunt the orcs because they were attacking the salt mines. Perhaps you could do some bounty hunting for that. Was it from Roscoe? Yes, Roscoe uh, with the Crow's Heads. Or with the Crow's Head uh, Casino. He is uh, putting together a bunch of a bunch of raiding parties, I guess, for lack of a better term. He's not the most trustworthy, so I wouldn't recommend working for him. Oh, okay. I know Wilhelmina could probably well, use a little bit more help. Well, I, I will certainly think about that. And uh, you guys just go hunting? Yeah. Okay. Um, give me a... First, give me a survival check to see how well you do at hunting. Okay, I'm proficient in that one. So I get plus three dexterity. No, I get a proficiency bonus for that, right? Or do you add my dexterity? Yeah, you So get... I'm really tired right now. Well, you get add both. All right. <laughs> I'm really tired. 16, 21. Okay, yeah. You take down a buck with her, and uh, she seems pretty impressed. She tells you, wow, what a great shot. You know, perhaps uh, maybe I could accompany you on this adventure to figure out what's going on with the orcs. It's good for, with me. I just got to make sure it's good with the rest of the group. Okay, I, I, I look forward to this. And she pats you on the arm, and then um, you guys start heading back to town. everyone's enjoying episode 11. Dungeon Master Paul here with a quick interlude for our podcast partners. Suck My Thick is a podcast hosted by Austin and Cameron that will ruin all of your favorite fictional characters by revealing art and fan fiction from the farthest reaches of the internet. Have a listen. Hi, I'm Austin. And I'm Cameron, and we host a fan fiction podcast called Suck My Thick. Have you ever wondered who would win in a fight between Big Bird and Guy Fieri? Or maybe you're just wondering, is there any possible way Eeyore could get any hotter? Every Monday, we read some really bad fan fictions to find out. We read all about who R2 is D2F. It's super fun and super uncomfortable. Find us on SuckMyThick.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Come listen to us discuss what kind of nasty stuff we think Shaggy has made Scooby-Doo do for a Scooby snack. Raggy, no! <laughs> We're also welcoming a new partner this week. Ever feel like you want to learn about some random game or anime and then discuss it at length with your best friend? The Gorge Podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Sarah. And I'm Ben. And we both have a lot of opinions about video games. So many, in fact, that we decided we want to talk about them in the most overindulgent way possible. So we made a podcast! This is The Gorge Podcast with Ben and Sarah, 
Each episode, we find a new video game or game-related topic and spend time gorging ourselves on overanalyzing it. We're here to break down what makes our favorite games so great and what makes our not-so-favorite games not so great. So, if the idea of two geeks gushing about their favorite games sounds appealing to you, tune in every week-ish for a new episode. Or, you know, whenever you want. It's a podcast. It's not radio. Released thrice monthly, Ben and Sarah are looking into whatever interests them and gorging on it. You'll probably find a topic that interests you, so take a look. If you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send a quick summary of your show and a 30-second promo to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll take a look and get back to you as soon as possible. A couple quick housekeeping notes. First of all, a couple weeks ago, I indicated that I'd be taking down the test episodes we published before launching this show. For those of you that were interested, you may have noticed those episodes stayed up for almost a full week after I said they'd come down, but they are down now. So if you got your hands on them, lucky you. For everyone else, maybe we'll make them available as bonus content down the line. For those of you on Twitter, we've started using the hashtag DeathSavingBros to discuss the show. If you're enjoying the characters, if you have any questions about the story or the world of Ralvaria, join the conversation by using hashtag DeathSavingBros. Another way to show your support is by heading over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher and leaving a review. I know personally that I can sometimes forget to leave reviews for the podcasts that I really enjoy, but it really does help make the show more visible and encourage others to give it a try. So, take two minutes here. Don't worry, you can pause the episode and go leave a review, unless you're driving. And while you're doing that, I'll go leave a review from one of my favorite casts. Okay? Go. Okay, did you do it? Nice job. I'm proud of you. So... Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Everybody is back together now. You managed to fix Odeoran's door after several attempts because you rolled a one on that second attempt. But I think with Dosh and Brixius and Jet, you guys all managed to do it. So what's your next step? Well, my next step would be right foot. <laughs> You're welcome. So where are you guys going to head next? Uh, you guys figured out that Odiorn is not the guy that you're looking for. He's not the man with the red fletching or the red fletching and black arrow. He was just some scared like little dude having a rough week. <laughs> yeah. We just ruined him. Awesome. All right. I have a few suggestions. One, we go back to Fenrael. And we deal with trying to get more information from him and finding out more about certain people. Two, we head over to Roscoe and, like, the Crow's Heads and figure out, like, about all the things that they are doing to, like, move in on the orcs and everything and try to deal with more back dealing with Roscoe. Three, we can just kill Wilhelmina, which was our original job to do for Roscoe. Mm, this is true. Four, um, yeah, that's what I got. We could always get Wilhelmina in on it, have her fake her death so that we can go to Roscoe have her play low, tell Roscoe we killed her and took her out of the equation, find out more about Roscoe's plans, and then come at him with an attack. Hmm. Get Wilhelmina on the plan. I mean, we could just take everything for ourselves and kill everybody. And just, we could we just start a new criminal gang. 
Right. Ignore both these mm. missions for both these people and start our own third party and we be the ones who use all of Dasha's trade secrets to start our own brothel. Mm. And then <laughs> we come through and we sweep <laughs> and we sweep out the mines ourselves and form an army and get production going there. So we get rich quick. Hmm. We'll have our brothel in the salt mines. Get off work, you go straight to the brothel. That's what I'm saying. You mine in the brothel. Oh, yes. Those are my suggestions. Feedback. I'm liking that last one. I like the murder everybody part. (laughs) I'm really digging that one. Fuck Roscoe. He took my Warhammer. Hey, Raven, how'd your date go? Pretty good. Jess, you want to join us on our adventures? Oh, shit, what? Hold on. Mm, Stage five clinger, boys. A woman joining our group. Stage Throws five. Off the ratio. Stage five clingers. What special talents does she bring to this table? Uh, this is a dungeon master. What was the talents? I forgot to write them down. She's an mm-hmm. elven ranger. Hired. She's a ranger. What do we know about her? She has golden sons. Yeah. That she's an elf? That's all you care about, huh, Revan? It's the fact that she's an elf. Yeah, it's better than being with you guys all the time. So we're going to murder this fucking broad. The next time you guys go hunting... <laughs> Yeah, please. Where you go with this one, bud? Let there, me hear it. There was like six different directions, and I stopped all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you guys wind up getting back to Wilhelmina's brothel, and it's coming along very nicely. Now there are actual rooms and actual beds, so she puts you up in some of the rooms for now. And Damn, she- those two guys work fast. Yeah, they're very... They can't tie a dude up, but they can... They're very efficient. Should have sent him over to OD1 to fix the door. Mm. He wouldn't have rolled a one. <laughs> Twice. So Wilhelmina asks, So, have you made any progress on finding out where the red, fletching, black arrow person went? You know no. what, Billy? No. Not a fucking inch of progress. Why did you call... Oh, yeah, her name's Billy. that's right. Can okay. I call you Billy? Um, only my very close friends call me Billy. We're friends, right? Um, that's interesting. As of uh, right now, um, we're we're still Dosh. <laughs> you and I are friends, but well, that's not where I was going. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to say now. Well, anyways, <laughs> um, so you didn't do any tracking. You didn't follow his tracks out of town or anything. Oh, that man is still in town. Because did you find him? Yeah, our good buddy Finn pointed us in the right direction. Wait, he knows who the man is. He knows who the man at the bar was. Holy shit, it just struck me. Finrail's a bad dude. Wait. How the fuck did you gather that? So know, you're, you're telling me that the man that you tied up in the brothel that took out Imar and Lesland stayed in town, went to the bar that you were at, and stayed there while you were there? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying We is found a guy in black robes. A guy who is cloaked in black robes that was at the bar who ran from the scene... We found him and talked to him. There was a man who was in my brothel. Was he cloaked? Yes. Yes. Imar pipes in and goes, No, he wasn't. The fuck was he? How would you know? He knocked you out. Yeah, wait, what the fuck? They Probably t- brain damage. He calls from upstairs. Hey, there was a good bit of time where he, where he and I were fighting and where we had him tied up. And then he wasn't tied up, well, all right? Apparently you tied him up with your eyes closed. Well, I can't say he was or he wasn't, but whatever, he wasn't cloaked. All right, so this guy might not have been cloaked. I just could have sworn 
Someone told us he was cloaked. Revan, was he cloaked? Because we kicked you were your the ass and him. him, weren't you? No, he was definitely fucking cloaked. I was chasing. I don't want him. I honestly don't remember. I want him chasing him in the street. Then you guys attacking me. Let me no, clear. Sure let me clear the air right the, uh... now. DM stepping in. <laughs> he was not cloaked. The fuck? Come on, guys. I thought he was cloaked. He was not cloaked because you were walking around with Revan, and then you saw a man. You saw his face very clearly, and you and Revan recognized him as the man from the mines. And that is the opposite of cloaked. All right, now let me ask Replay this. that episode, I don't believe you. Ambionitis, when we were in there with Odiorin, did he look like that guy since you've seen his face before? 100% no. And, yeah, 100% no. I and then why sure. did you just let us continue on going with what we were doing? Because I thought the guy was cloaked. You know what? I bet Dad would be disappointed in you. Probably would be. Same with Mom. Yeah. I don't even think Mom would forgive you from this one. Oh, Mom would not forgive me. She's a big old broad and like to wield it. Yeah. All right, boys. So he wasn't cloaked. He was not cloaked. Yeah. So you tracked down the wrong man. You are correct. There's a storm coming. Yes. I suggest you find out find his tracks now before they're gone. How did you know there would be tracks? Because everything and everyone makes tracks, and the road is made of dirt. Seem to know a lot about these tracks. <laughs> I've been in the business a long time, Dosh. I worked for the Crow's Heads. Oh, I know. So I'm very efficient at finding my man, but clearly I cannot do that. I'm a little bit past my prime. I can't be going on adventures. Your man just happens to be in the sheriff's office. My personal business is my personal <laughs> business, Ambionitis. I'm just so thrilled because that's exactly 100% the direction I was going to go with that. In almost the exact same wording, so good on you. I like it. Good on you. All right. So my suggestion is either We're Revan. We're going to track them. Yes, Revan, or if Revan can't do it, find somebody that can track this man. Revan, I have an idea. Revan, I have an idea. Revan, you said your your gal's a ranger. Yeah. That what means that she can track. So can I, but yeah, both or of something can. along those lines. Oh yeah, you're a ranger too, right? I am actually a outlander. I know I am a ranger. Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay, so what is your uh, like? What's your environment or train or whatever the hell it's called? Haven't we already had him track like multiple times? Probably horse. <laughs> Did you say horse? <laughs> you can track horses. You can track horses in the forest. <laughs> Eric, listen, that's not me being an asshole. I just it genuinely came through his horse to me. I'm sorry. That's not me like making it did, fun it did of kinda it. come across his horse. Alright, enough life. horsing around, boys. Revan, you know from talking to Amelia that she is proficient at tracking in the mountains. Alright, so it's we should bring it along. Okay, and so between forests and mountains, we should be able to track this dude, right? Yeah. Dungeon Master, what is surrounding this town? Is it forests and mountains? Just mountains. Primarily mountainous regions. Then, Revan, we need you to get this girl to come with us, even though she already said she would. But um, <laughs> I guess go stop by our house late tonight, bring a bottle of wine, and then uh, get her to come with us in the morning, okay? We leave it, we leave at dawn. She already offered to come with us. Yes, I know, but you gotta go over there with a bottle of wine and confirm it and be like, hey, listen, we actually, like, yes, you're coming with us, and then use that bottle of wine to your advantage, and it's gonna be your last night alone together for a while. Ah, fair enough. So you go do that, and 
Meet us at dawn outside of Finn's place. All right. I'm going to do exactly what Benda said. All right. <laughs> you show up at the swaying tree uh, where she is staying, and you go to her room, and you knock on the door with a bottle of wine that you purchased from the bar, which cost you three silver. And uh, you knock on the door, and she answers and says, Oh, Revan. Sorry. You're just in time for our AA meeting. Oh, <laughs> Revan. I, I didn't expect you here tonight. Why did she go from, Oh, Revan. <laughs> That's why I changed it. It's like, oh my god. She's got a dick. <laughs> Dude looks like a lady. Yeah. Yeah. You caught her halfway through her through taking her makeup off and it's got like five o'clock shadow. <laughs> oh, Revan. I didn't expect you here tonight. I came to tell you that I wouldn't be tracking someone through the mountains and the group would like you to come along. I bought a bottle of wine to celebrate. Oh, well, that's that's very thoughtful. And um, she she kind of hesitantly takes the bottle. What's your passive insight? Passive insight? You mean passive perception? No, so your passive insight would be 10 plus your insight modifier. 10 plus wisdom, so 11. Okay. You're kind of getting the vibe that she's not really super happy that you're here. Well, I'm going to bail then. Just tell her what time to meet us tomorrow because I honestly don't remember. Get in there. No. Okay, she says, I, I really appreciate you bringing the wine over. I I, I, I could probably have one glass, but... Um, and she kind of looks down the hall and says, but you might... But come, come on in. Come on in. Husband. What's the butt about? It's just that um, I'm, I'm here with my, my group of... It is the AA meeting. Of hunters. I'm here with my group of hunters, and I don't really feel like I should let them know that I plan on leaving with you in the morning. I've been with them a long time, and they might get a little jealous. Makes sense. They don't have to know who I am. Oh, okay. Look Um, at their arrows. Well, like I said, I'll have one glass of wine with you, but um, then I, I think it'd be best if we just saw each other in the morning. Oh. And she gives you a smile. Uh, yeah. Eric, you gotta close this one out. I'm trying to see if I'm proficient in anything that might help me out you. Do a charisma throw. And look at her arrows. We're not worried about the arrows. We saw them in the bar. Remember that man guy? Dude's name was Man. He was with the group. They're from, like, the woods. But I believe that their arrows are clean. Yeah, can I just roll a perception check? I mean, I perception a um, charisma check. It would be persuasion. Persuasion, that's the correct one. Sorry. Again, I'm extremely tired, everybody. Why the fuck would we have looked at their arrows in the bar? You think we're that smart to do some shit like that? Because I believe they walked in with their fucking arrows on their back, and I thought yeah. we would have looked at them. I thought you literally... You thought wrong. I was almost positive someone had looked at their arrows. This is the first time in my life I felt like I've accomplished something in this podcast. And I want to look at their arrows, but I'm not there. So, Revan, look at their arrows, because I sure as shit didn't check them in the bar. You are not there. Dosh appears in the window <laughs> and whispers <laughs> Check the arrows. I'm pretty sure I'd notice if the arrows were looking for. Well, oh. apparently we would have looked at them in the bar, too. I have a spell where I can deliver a message to anyone at any time. <laughs> I really don't think we did, because I sure shit would not have said anything. I think I was too busy making fun of the man name and the Golden well, Sons. Yeah, and I was talking I was talking to him about because he was saying how he could help buy gym with archery and stuff like that. Who said that? Man did. When? When we were in the bar. Why, Why don't the we fuck just go back I? there now? 
I wasn't there for that. I was having a conversation with Jet Like the Plane. Yes, and you called me over to also meet, meet Jet, Jet Like, the, like plane. the Plane. Right, correct. I did not look at their arrows. Well, yeah, but... Did you look at their me arrows? Me and Revan were over there. Dash, you were playing that one song, or having the guy in the, the piano, piano play. Yeah, I was getting the guy to play Freebird. That's right. <laughs> so you, you wouldn't have 100% seen played. So it would have been between me and Revan to look at the arrows. But you were too busy talking about what's her tits. No, Eric was talking to what's her tits. And you were trying to win him. You were not looking at dude's arrows, I can promise you. Because I was looking at what's her tits? I'm confused now. Eric, bottom line, when we first met these people, we never looked at their arrows. Revan, if you weren't going to check the arrows, don't check the arrows. No metagaming. Oh, for God. And that's not because I'm hiding something from you. That's because no metagaming. When I noticed the arrows when we went hunting, though. My character's thinking about this. No, she did not. Oh, You hunted. Makes sense then. Well, uh, I'm going to do a charisma, not charisma, um, persuasion check. Yeah, for floating. Right, okay. So, I'm probably going to roll something stupid. Holy fuck. I actually rolled a 20, if you can see it. Oh, there it is. That is a natural 20. <laughs> Alright, you guys make out a bit. Oh. But she says, I said one glass of wine. I, I'll I see you in the morning, okay, Revan? Alright, I'll get going then. I wish her a good night, and you're gone. Okay, so you guys, so you wake up in the morning, everybody meets outside of the brothel, and, or the Tubi brothel, that will be named Shelly. <laughs> and uh, you guys head on your way. Revan and Amelia, roll survival checks to see if you can track this man. I got survival, so... 13. Amelia gets an 18. Between the two of you, you are able to pick up some tracks, and on the horizon, you can see big storm clouds forming. You guys make it into the mountains, and about halfway through the day, it starts raining a little bit, and it's getting harder to track these these tracks, but you are positive that they are the man that ran away from you, the man with the black arrow and the red fletching, because they started at the back of the brothel and led into the mountains. And now the rain is really picking up. What would you like to do? Walk faster. Track harder. Find him. Amelia is able to follow the tracks through the end of the day, but by the end of the day, there is no sign of the tracks anymore. You're a full day's journey into the mountain range, but... What if I can grant her dark vision? uh, Even with dark vision, she wouldn't be able to track them. It's just the rain is starting to wash away the tracks. Hmm. But she can guess at the route that he's taking. Or, well, actually, Revan, give me a another survival check. Nine. Based on the direction that you guys have been going, you're pretty sure, based on your knowledge of the area, that he is taking a mountain pass through the mountains into the neighboring kingdom. Good enough lead as any, I guess. And what is the neighboring kingdom called? You know the neighboring kingdom is called Trugala Kingdom. He says to end the day, so we should set up camp and start again in the morning? All right. Uh, do you want to set up camp out in the woods or try and find a cave, or what do you want to do? I say we just keep moving through the night. Why do we need sleep? None of us have taken any hit points, and we still have all of our spell slots. You will eventually wind up getting levels of fatigue if you continue. Well, since now that's a factor in D&D that we've never played with, we will rest. You have played with that. We've played with fatigue before? Yes, you have. Cave. Cave. Okay, somebody give me a perception check. Got it. I got it. 
Yeah, someone else killed. My dice fell off the table. God damn it. Fifteen. Okay, yeah, you guys find a cave. You settle down for the night and get a fire going and everything and go to bed. I want to look at her arrows. Okay, give me a little bit of character backs, like character thought process why you decide to look at her arrows. Because I want to see if they're black with red fletching. Oh, you mean like in-depth? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, your your character. I feel like that's enough considering every person you've come across, you've been like red arrows or black arrows, red fletchings. (laughs) And you've just been repeating that. Black arrow, red fletching, black arrow, red fletching, black arrow, red fletching. This would be so much easier if I wasn't colorblind. P. Sherman 42, I'll be away, Sydney. Revan is an archer. Should look at his arrows. Does he have red arrows? No, Revan does Fletcher. not have Revan. black arrows and red fletching. I turn and punch Revan. <laughs> but Just, yeah, no, Ambionitis, what is, like, why does your character decide to look at the arrows? Because I never looked at her arrows. She's new. There's a whole pack of them in the city. Okay. I don't know why they're there. So why not look at her arrows and be safe in case I have to murder her in her sleep? Okay. Aggressively. Um, do you wait until she's asleep? Or... Yes. Okay. I wait till she's asleep a half hour past when I know she's asleep. She might be good at pretending to be asleep. So if she wakes up and catches me looking at her arrows, then we have a scrap on her hand, and then I have to kill Revan's girlfriend. So you wait that amount of time. Uh, everybody else is sleeping? Or did you guys set a watch? Or I guess we should probably set a watch. I'll take first watch. I say I was originally gonna go with your plan almost exactly, but I call last watch. I guess I'll just okay. So Ambionitis has first watch, and um, yeah, after an hour or two, you you're pretty sure that she's asleep, even if she's faking, and um, you make your way over to her belongings. Give me a stealth check. Oh fuck. Seven. You wake her up. Good. She says, Ambionitis, is there something the matter? Yes. Can I see your arrows? I suppose. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So you go over, you take a look at her arrows, and she has them against the wall, um, a little bit above where her bedroll is. You bend over, and you take out one of the arrows, and it is a black arrow with red fletching. Oh, shit. These are really nice arrows. They fly well. Yeah, they're they're made from blackwood. Now, where do you get blackwood arrows, Runner? I've yet to see one of these in this area. You don't get them from around here. Uh, this is this is wood native to the Star Knight Forest. Oh, that makes sense. God damn it, Revan. Because Revan was this. talking about like how shitty his arrows were. And I know his birthday's coming up in a little while or whatever the hell he celebrates. Um, and I was thinking, like, maybe me and my brother could get him some nice arrows, especially if he's going to help out at the gym, he's going to help teach. Okay, well... And I just... what I wanted him to be asleep so he didn't see me look at your arrows and then get him jealous because he thinks we're out doing secretive things. So this was just not creepy at all, but it was creepy a little bit because you woke up, so I was sorry to wake you. Um, but yeah, it was with good intentions. Oh, okay. That's very thoughtful. That's very thoughtful of you. I- I'm going to go back to bed. Right. No, absolutely. Thank you. I'm going to head back and watch. So you finish out the watch? Yeah. Damn, that was so good. Didn't even have to make a deception check. <laughs> Shooters <laughs> shoot. That was nothing but net. That was cashed. All right. Um. So we go through the rest of the watches. Um. Who's next? I guess I'll go next. 
Dosh goes next. While we're switching watches, I want to make sure Hope, like, old girl's asleep. And then I want to tell him, don't say, or mouth, don't say anything to Revan. Red, or Black Arrow's Red Fletching. Watch her, but more importantly, watch us so we don't die. But watch her at Arrow's, yeah, okay. Gotcha. Your watch passes uneventfully, Dosh. Uh, and then it, I know you said you would go next, Revan. I had in mind that she would take the middle watch. So she does it with Revan then. How's that? Terrific. Mm. High five, Revan. Revan and Amelia are sitting near the mouth of the cave, keeping watch. As I go to sleep, I want to give him a knowing wink. Amelia says, So Revan, you, you said that you worked for Roscoe at one point, yes? Yeah. And you don't think that I should work for him? He didn't seem I was like the most trustworthy when I worked for him. Well, I hear that he always says, you never put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm about to get murdered, aren't I? I'm sorry. She is going to stab you. Ooh. Bitch. In the throat. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's graphic. Like I said, it slid a guy's throat in the She's first She's going to deal seven damage to you just from the first one, but then because she kind of surprised you, she's going to get to go again. Jeez. And she's going to do another five. What are your hit points at? I saw it with 24. I'm down to 12. You should have warned Revan, eh? <laughs> um, I cast a firebolt at her with severe light enough to wake everyone up to you. First of all, I need you to roll a constitution check before you cast firebolt. All right. Uh, do I add anything to that? You would add your constitution modifier and proficiency if you're proficient in constitution saving throws. I am not in either one of those. So I only got a 15. That is the DC. <laughs> Does Firebolts take verbal communication? Like, do you need to I'm speak the spell? I'm not sure. I don't have to bend down. Give me a moment to look it up. Uh, firebolts requires verbal. So you cannot speak right now. Why not? Is which means that you also cannot because he got stabbed in the throat. Is, is it the knife in the throat thing that's what's stopping him from talking? It's the fact that if he talks, he's bubbling up blood. I, th- I thought it might be the knife in the throat. I just wanted to clarify. I thought that <laughs> might have been a problem. Clethros, um, who's the nearest person to me? Uh, you guys are near the mouth of the cave. Everybody else is farther back in the cave, 45 feet. I'm wearing scale mail, so can I hit a piece of, um, hit something across my arm armor? So make a loud clanking noise? Like with my sword, my sword sword. Just hit, hit that against my arm before attacking well, her. Well, Revan, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. <sighs> I got an eight. Revan, you are poisoned. So when you try to pull out your short sword and make a noise, you're going to have disadvantage. Roll and see if you manage to wake everybody else up. I got a six, so I'm going to go with no. Unfortunately, the poison is taking its hold and is dealing damage to your body and also racking your nervous system. Amelia is going to try and grab your sword away from you. What's your strength contest? Oh, I need a disadvantage. 17. She beats you. Wah, wah, wah. Give, um, give me another constitution saving throw to see if the poison deals more damage to you. I got a one. You are now unconscious from the poison. Revan, you go unconscious, and the poison keeps dealing damage to your system until eventually 
you drop to 24 below zero, and you die. Cue Titanic music. Oh, I was really about to look that up and play it, but we can't do that. No, we can't. I was going to do it too and hold it up, but I figured Paul could put it in at some point. Uh, can we play that one song that they put in those, like, um, animal, animal cruelty videos? Sam McLaughlin videos? Alright, that's all the more we can do. <laughs> you know what I thought about before this all started, but then I didn't say anything? Was I should, like, stay awake. Pretend to sleep. That's what, what I wanted that's to do. That's what I was gonna do, but then I forgot to say it. So yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? We'll be fine. She's not gonna do anything. She doesn't know I'm on to her. She's not gonna kill Revan at all. Well, we're not done yet. Because Amelia is now going to She's walk gonna kill over all of us one at a time. New campaign. I wild surge <laughs> in my sleep. Wild She's surge. going to walk over to Dosh. Shit. She rolled a five on her stealth roll. Bitch, I got you. Dosh, you wake up as you see her standing over you with a knife. Menacing. A bloody knife. Sleep, bitch. I want to cast sleep as a level two spell. Did, did he yell sleep, bitch, loud enough for me to wake up? Wait, yeah, is this a verbal <laughs> verbal spell? I don't know. It is a verbal spell, so right. I literally yell, sleep, bitch. <laughs> All right, <laughs> everybody else wakes up as you cast this spell. Do you put her to sleep? So I get to roll I get to roll 78. Off to a good start. Okay, at 13. 17. Plus four. Ah. 23. Yes. 23. Oh. 29. 36. And then uh 41 total. Yeah, you put her to sleep. Sleep, bitch. She drops there on the spot. Everybody's up, and uh, you guys see that I Revan want to is Warhammer her. dead at the front we of the cave. We don't know if he's dead. He might be sleeping. I mean, we don't know for stuff. sure he's dead. We've got to run over there. He's dead. We allegedly might be sleeping. I'd like to try to witch Bolton back to life. This isn't fucking Frankenstein. <laughs> I want to go through her stuff and... Tired Steal the, the fuck cash up. and stuff. I'm breaking her knees. That too. Okay, when you do the first swing and break her knee, she wakes up. Kick the knife out of her hand. Um, oh, that's a good idea. And so she's got one broken knee. Jet, you're going through her belongings and you see that she has black arrows with red fletching. She's got two gold and five copper. I'll take all of it. I'm going to break her other knee. Uh, and then I'm She's going see. to try rolling away from you. Oh, I'm gonna hit her in knee. <laughs> Eight. Okay, she's rolling around, trying to get out of the way, trying to get up and get out of the cave. Revan is still not moving. I'd like to yell Revan's name in a battle cry as I run up with the war hammer and swing for her. I thought you were gonna say swing for him. I was like, oh, we're doing this shit again? <laughs> I'm so ready. Uh, okay, you're attacking this woman. Break her yeah, I want to injure her, but not kill her. Outstanding roll. 15. That's enough. Uh, you hit her. Nice. Six. What okay, the six plus hell? breaking of the kneecap. I'll call that another six. So she's at 12. Oh, hot damn. 
who else wants? Uh, Dosh went. Jet, you're looking through her stuff. She is going to. Well, I mean, when I hear him try to swing at her kneecaps and her wake up, I w- would probably join the party. Don't kill her. Restrain her with. We need to question her. Grappling. Okay, you're going to try and restrain her. Give me a contested strength. We had a restraint when she was asleep. I got you. Thirteen. You grapple her. She is restrained on the ground. I want to pin her to the ground. She's already pinned to the ground. No, no. Take some pipe literally with a javelin. (laughs) You're gonna put it through her hand or what? The knee. That's not really gonna work. Yeah. Just anatomically, it's not going to work. I mean, we have some rope. What if you hit the top of it with a warhammer? Let's just use the rope. I like the pinning, though. You want to go grab me the rope, Dash? Take pythons out of your explorer's here's, pack. Here's some rope. Just... Can you use the feckin' rope? While they were arguing about how to torture this woman, we're just going <laughs> to use the rope and tie her up. Okay. You tie her up, and uh, you prop her up. She's got two broken knees. She's looking very pale. I want to make sure she doesn't have any extra shivy bits. She's got another dagger that is not poisoned, and then she's got her bow... And a short sword. What's your passive perception is what? Perception? Uh, yeah. 13. Okay, yeah, you notice that there's writing on the short sword. And the writing says steel glade. Okay. Does that mean anything to me? It doesn't. Well, actually, give me a history roll. You are a man of information, so you might. Good. Not that information. <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh... Four. Yeah, no, you don't recognize the name Steelglade. Should probably go check on Revan too. Yeah, can I go check on <laughs> the unca- oh, the sleeping Revan? Make sure he's sleeping. Revan is very much dead. Do we know that? Do I know that for sure? You know that for sure. I mean, none of us are are trained doctors, so I mean, we can't pronounce him. Dead. Motherfucker. Natural twenty. Yeah, he's not dead. putting the door on either time. Sneaking now. Waking up. Nope. Attacking? Not a chance. Realizing our friend is dead. Natty 20. <laughs> Outstanding. Doesn't get any better than this, boys. I'm here all week. Amelia's sitting there. She's very pale. Oh, I want to turn and look at everyone else. But yeah, he's dead. Like, actually dead. Just so everyone knows. So we're going to ask... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We're going to ask her why she did this. I was hired by Roscoe. Oh, yeah, he's dying. Mm. Revan, do you have anything Page. to say about this? Revan? Revan? Aww. She says, Roscoe thought that you might not follow through on Wilhelmina. He always says, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's a really big mite to come and murder somebody. Well, he gave you one week. Did he give us one week? I gave you an extra day. Wait, did he actually give us only one week? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. Our timekeeping is just impeccable. It's only been a week. It's been eight days. It's been eight days since you last spoke to Roscoe. This is a really long eight days. So much has happened. Our friend is dead. We met him eight, nine days ago. Ten days ago. And I'll tell you what, I grew rather fond of Revan. You know, it's not as bad as when both of our parents and our entire village were murdered by demons. But this is still... Kind of sad. He might have hated half of us, and that's why I'm only half sad that he is gone. In Abyssal, I would like to swear to the demons and be very upset. And then I would like to turn back to... I mean, I guess it's just a little sad because we were sleeping 
And it looks like he got stabbed in the throat. In the throat. Two times. Well, what's done is done. I only wish that I had finished the job. Roscoe was going to pay handsomely. Yeah, too bad you can't close. Alright, question for you. Too bad you rolled five on your stealth check. You dumbass. So, was it just you who was hired, or is it everyone you were with in your entire group that you arrived in the town with? Everyone that I was with. Mm. But I got to you first. Managed to get you alone. All of you, at the same time. Except you, Jet. I don't know who the hell you are. You would have gotten out of this alive. Not if I had anything I'll to say about that. it. You would have been dead had things gone according to plan. Is this where we start questioning her? Question her about what we have, what we need. Wait, why are we looking for shit with black arrows? Well, we're looking for the other dude with the arrows. So what's her connection to him? dude? Yeah, it was that that dude that we... uh, Thought was cloaked. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming... That we were originally chasing. And that she was supposedly leading us to right now. Well, oh, that would make sense why she knew exactly the route that this guy... Or was he just taking us on the focus route? What are you? Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Right, you, you, you were supposedly helping us track up here. Were you I actually o- tracking him? I honestly was tracking whatever tracks I found. Is he telling the truth? Yes, I'm telling the truth. Oh, I'm not asking. I'm asking, asking the dungeon master. Give me an insight check. Thirteen. She's telling the truth. All right. Well, this dude has the same arrows you do. What do you have to say about that? Everybody in my mercenary guild uses these I was, arrows. I was just yeah, about to tell you guild. that's the what I figured out yeah. right before I told you that, yeah, hey, she's got black arrows with a red fletching. All right, what, what <sighs> mercenary guild is that? The one that... Re- oh, never mind. Well, I suppose I'm not going to make it out of here alive, so you I might as well tell you. So correct. My mercenary guild is called the Shade Arrows. That's kind of Ooh. a badass name. Well, we're typically badass bounty hunters. Until you roll a five on your stealth check. Ha. Ha. Is there anything else you want to know before you kill me? Any uh, big contracts you guys know about besides the Roscoe thing and trying to murder us? Other than your heads with Roscoe, the orcs. He's hiring a lot of people for that. They're not even orcs. Oh, the orcs. The supposed orcs are your guys. Nobody in my group has been hired to pose as orcs well they kind of are well if that's the case it's not through my organization as far as i know well you said your guys use those arrows and these guys use those arrows so all of them well i don't know what to tell you i don't know anything about it so what what all do you know about roscoe and his uh how he is getting people to move in on the mines to take care of the orcs, like his motive behind it or why he's trying to go after the orcs. As far as I know, he's got a big stake in the mines. He's got a, almost half of all the mines in operation. He's got a lot of money on the line. He's by, he's, he was the one that gave me that sword. He's equipping everyone. And other than Roscoe, are, could you think of any other uh, people or people in power who would be seeking control of the mines before Roscoe were to get there? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Dosh, can I see that sword? Here you go. Yeah, I just lop her head off. You lop her head off, and it rolls across the floor, her eyes having been closed in her last moments in peace at her fate. And the rain continues on as blood pools on the floor of the cave, and two dead bodies are left in the night.
And that's our episode. Can I pick her head up now? <laughs> and one single tear is shed for Revan, but three are shed for Amelia. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. Wow. No, what a diss for Revan. Just, just one for Revan. Hopefully we're going to get a little bit closer to what's going on in Salt Mine Valley. Eric is not going anywhere anytime soon, I don't think. We're going to Mexico to join the cartel. But yeah, uh, we hope to see you again on the next episode. Find out what happens to the Revengers. If you want to follow us, you can check us out online at www.deathsavingbros.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Death Saving Bros. Same on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me personally at HB Camper. You can follow me at Benfro15. We have a fucking Instagram? Yeah, we have had an Instagram. Um, you can follow me at B underscore R-I-C-H-A 918. And you can follow me at I-M-A underscore B underscore Rad. Follow me straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. Eric? <laughs> You guys can follow me, just I'm down in Kent, I'm moving down, just follow me around. Oh, wow, okay. Um, Please stalk me every day of my <laughs> life to every one of my classes. Um, you want to know where I work? Sheets in Streetsboro. Okay. Talking to you, Gene. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can follow Eric at E.S. Nameth on Instagram. That's N-E-M-E-T-H on Instagram. Hashtag justice for Revan. Until next time, keep saving those death throws. Not like Revan just did, though. Did she have a British voice? Yep. Am I even British? No. Amelia. No, no, no. that's that's uh, hello. Uh, Amelia. Did she talk like this? No. 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 No, I feel like she still had a sultry voice. I should have looked this up. <laughs> I got murdered. And the rain continues on outside the cave. I want to pick up her head. <laughs> I'm trying to give an, an artistic outro. <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to just leave Revan's body there. We'll just roll it off the cliff. Give him a sky burial. What the hell's wrong with you? Fuck. So many things. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs, Gymnopedie Number 1 and Heavy Interlude, are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The song Middle Earth is by Jason Shaw at Audionautics.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The track Soft Piano and Strings is by Punch Deck and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.